Paul, you know your webcam's hey guys, on, I, right? Yeah, I think we're live. My webcam's fucked. Oh. Yeah, so I get one. I get to buy a new one. Yay! <laughs> you should find yourself a copy of You're in the Movies for the 360. Yeah. And just steal that webcam. That's, that's way that's way harder than just buying a webcam these days. <laughs> that's true, and you can also get a better webcam. Yeah, that's true. But then true. you can't play You're in the Movies. I, I'm You're right. so torn by that, I'm sure. I'm pretty torn. I don't even have my 360 <laughs> hooked up anymore. My mine actually is currently hooked up because I was buying uh, discounted rock band tracks. Mine, mine was, but then I brought it to Magfest. So, okay, All right. But I haven't played like a 360 game in years at this point. So, John, you were gone. Where were you? I was at Magfest, uh, music and game festival in National Harbor, Maryland, aka pretty damn close to. Uh, Washington, D.C. Right. We had no idea where Maryland was last week. East Coast. Yeah. The chat had to tell us that. <laughs> so that was fun. That's, tell us some highlights. What happened at MAGFest? Uh, we had our panel, which went pretty good. We had some cool. drunk people. Is this people. The, the throne controllers? Yeah. Okay. We had some drunk people uh, shouting out answers, unfortunately, so we had to get some people kicked out. <laughs> okay. Great. Okay. <laughs> which kind of sucked. What are you going to do? Um, what else? Bought a bunch of cool stuff. Do you want to say any of it? Uh, I mean, I got a bunch of games. Like, I got all the Parodius games on the Super Famicom. Uh, bought a bunch of reproduction do you have a cards. Famicom? Uh, no, not currently. I uh, the Super do you have Famicom. Any way playing them? The Super Famicom, I can play those cards, no problem. Oh, okay. With with a fa- with a Super Famicom or with a what? Uh, with the Retron Three. Retron. Okay. They just plug in. Because uh, the NES and the SNES don't have region lock, same with the 64. They just have pieces of plastic blocking the carts. So you could play them on an American one if you just, like, break it. Yeah, you've got to remove the dust cover or shave off some of the plastic. There you go. I don't. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but... Okay. I mean, pe- people do it. Sure. That's pretty common, actually. Uh, other than that, just kind of hung out, played games, chatted with people. Entered this grand tournament they had there. Which was interesting to say the least. Did you win? What did you? What was the tournament? We got. <laughs> it was a thirty-two team, uh, four-person team tournament. Okay. <clears throat> so you had four members on your team, and there were supposed to be thirty-two teams, and you played two different games from four different departments at the con. So two games would be board games, two games would be PC games, two games would be arcade games, and then two games would be console games. But okay. uh, they had a lot of people dropped out, so it ended up being, I think, 12 teams. On That's the first... a lot of people. Yeah, the first day was 12 teams. Uh, and then the sec- it was, there was a point in the morning, the point in the evening, and then anyone who made it moved on to the uh, next day, morning and evening. Did you make it? Uh, yeah, by default, because uh, in the evening portion, four teams dropped out. So, everyone... so went, they went from 32 teams to eight. Yeah. Okay. So then everyone moved on by default. We didn't even have to play the second set of games. Uh, then we moved on to the morning of the next day. Another team dropped out, so there are only seven teams left. Why? Any idea why everyone was dropping out? Because it was 9 a.m. in the morning. Okay. But, yes. like, it wasn't 9 a.m. in the morning on the first day. Yeah. It was 9 a.m. in the morning. Oh, nine, 9 to 12 the first day, and then 7 to 9 or 7 to 10 on the evening, and then repeated the next day. Nine's really not that... Like early, I mean, at, at totally a video doable. game convention, 
I'm just saying, like, people go to work for nine. Like, that's true, actually. You're that's right. like a standard, you know, be ready to do stuff at. I mean, I guess, but usually at a con, you're trying to avoid that. So I don't know. I mean, doesn't PAX open at 10? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's only an but extra But the expo hour. floor also closes at 5 or 6. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, anyway, uh, what, what games did you end up playing? Um, Unreal Tournament 2004. Nice. Okay. Audio Surf. Okay. Okay. Uh, King of Tokyo. Wait, Audio Surf 2 or Audio Surf 1? Yeah, Audio Surf 2. Okay. Uh, King, King of Tokyo. King of Tokyo is uh, great. Boss Monster. I don't know what that okay. is. Okay, Boss Monster is pretty good. That's another uh, tabletop game? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Okay. NBA Jam. This is arcade? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, DDR. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, Rocket League and Smash Brothers 4. Okay. All right. So and how'd you do? Uh, out of the seven remaining teams, we tied for fourth. Okay. So we, we unfortunately ended just outside of the money. Like right. Oh, when, okay. Hang on. So you're like right in the middle. What was the money? Like third, second, first? Yeah. And what, what were we looking at for prize money here? I think they said it was 40 bucks per team member, then 20 bucks for team member for second and 10 per team member for third. Okay. And then everyone got like participate participation money, so I got like two bucks out of it. Nice. Nice. That's worth waking up for. <laughs> but uh the shitty thing. But wait, was, that's two that's two American bucks, right? Well two yeah, two American yeah, so that's, that's like that's gotta be like, dollars. That's gotta be like a, a, a new a new video game in Canada. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I thought so. So uh, the worst part about it, the last portion uh actually happened during our panel. So I had to find a substitute to cover for me. For the panel or for the uh, tournament? For the tournament. Okay, it would have been so funny if I had substitute for the panel. That would have been great. That would have been funnier, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so who was your ringer? Uh, one of uh, K-Head's buddies named uh, Hein. He ended up covering Rocket League and Smash, which unfortunately didn't work out very well for us because apparently we got paired up with uh, professional players. Oh, man. <laughs> both, like, they're professional players of both Rocket League and Smash? Yeah. Okay. And uh, we had the same thing happen to NBA Jam as well, actually. So, so we just okay. got right. bodied, basically. Did you win any of the games you played? Um, Boss Monster. K Head won Boss Monster. Sorry, K Head or you did, or was that your team name? Yeah, our team name was the Substitutes or Team Substitutes because we kept having uh, partners rotate out of the team. Yourself included. Yeah. So it started, they paired us up with four people. So it was a group of four. And then two people had to drop out. So they found us two replacements before the con started. Right. We got to the actual first event and our fourth player didn't show up. So we nice. grabbed, so we grabbed a Hebrew Lantern, David, you would know him, Paul. He's oh, in yeah. the chat. Yeah. I, he yeah, jo- I know he joined our team because uh, his, that, his that, entire team didn't show up. That guy's a... Uh... That guy's a mess, but he's a good mess. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh, it was so it was three of us. We knew each other. And then the fourth guy was just paired up with us. He didn't show up for the second day. Nice. So right. uh, my friend Mitch joined us for a bit. And then Mitch had to fly out. So then we grabbed our my friend G who covered for the fourth player. And then Hein had to cover for me while I was gone to the panel. So there was actually like 10 people on this team. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so it was a miracle we actually got anywhere at all. All right. Well, there you go. Fourth isn't too bad for that. 
Yeah. That's actually really impressive when you put it in those terms. <laughs> it's too bad you couldn't have, like, swapped people out based on what they were good with. I like, mean... Oh, we, you're good at Rocket League? Okay, I'm going to swap you in here. We actually did that for DDR because the, the I had the lead for the panel. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two two teams got almost perfects, and one team got, like, pretty much perfect. How did you do? Your, your uh, team? Our team didn't do too hot on that. I think we got fifth in DDR. Okay. Or is there anyone you got last in? Uh, well, because a couple rounds were just three teams. So oh, okay. Uh, the first day we got second, 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 and third. And then okay. they didn't do the second half because everyone moved on by default. Uh, we got. I, <laughs> I know it was really weird. You would think they would just restructure the like the tournament. That's kind of what I'm thinking. As opposed too. to just hey, everyone get gets buys. First day doesn't matter. <laughs> That was ba- well because they were like, "What the hell do we do?" Because uh, one of the games we were supposed to play on was actually like signed up for a tournament, so we couldn't actually play it. So we were supposed to do NBA Jam the first evening, and it was in the middle of like an actual Magfest run tournament, so they we, they couldn't use it. Oh, this wasn't a Magfest run tournament. This this wasn't a Magfest run tournament. There was an actual like NBA Jam tournament running at the same time. Okay. So this they, is like the least organized thing. It was their first heard. time running it, and I have a feeling like they just got screwed over running it. So I hope they try again next year. They probably learned a lot of lessons. I, I would hope so. They uh, so they switched the game up for the next day, and then the game they switched it up to was in a tournament during the evening block again. Nice. So Amazing. we had to change back to NBA Jam. What was the what was the game they wanted to play? Killer Queen. Oh, man, that would have been so much fun. We practiced Killer Queen. We were very good at Killer Queen. <laughs> Great. We were not very good at... No, the best part is when we found out it was going back to NBA Jam, we went and practiced. So we were like, all right, we've got a team. We got we know our sweet spots for three-pointers. We're good. And then uh, we found out we weren't playing tournament edition. <laughs> we were playing regular edition. And there's a big enough difference between the two that messed this up completely. Lame. Oh, man. But we we also got paired up with the team that like the guy was saying he was like best in North America or something like that. I don't know if he's bragging, but he was really good. So okay, we just got bodied. It was terrible. Well, saying best in North America like that's that's oddly specific. I feel like he'd have something to back that up. Probably sure. Otherwise, you would just say like I'm best in America or you know I'm I'm best in, you know whatever <coughs> it is best in the East sure. or the world. The beast from the East. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he was the Daigo of NBA Jam, but he was pretty good. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I'll answer again next year. Like we kept we kept getting like middle of the road, so we just started chanting every time we'd get like second place. We go like add a quit, add a quit, add a quit. Okay, and I saw so that I think, popping I think, up in the chat. So yeah, I think next year we're gonna be team adequate. There you go. There you go. Cool. Um, how was uh, the planes? You you have a, a record of just having the worst luck. Uh, surprisingly good this time around. Nice. That's good. What? Okay, I want to hear like your favorite thing that happened in the weekend and your least favorite thing. Mm. Having the panel go relatively smooth. Favorite. Okay. Uh, least favorite. Having to wake up early every morning for that tournament. Yeah. And early being like eight. Okay. Se- Seven thirty. Okay, I mean, I wake up at 7.30 every single day. Yeah, but I also go to bed at like 5 a.m. That's true. I mean, you work from home, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool. What was your favorite thing you bought, if you if you can say it? Or your favorite thing that you can say? I bought a power glove. Yeah, okay. I saw that. 
That's cool. Yeah, I can so actually, I it's actually cool. within reach. I can actually grab it. As I, I saw I that picture and I was just like, oh, it's so bad. Does it, does it fit well? Uh, yeah, surprisingly. Okay. It looks so I, small in the webcam. It looks so tiny. I, I thought it was going to be like this awkward I don't know, that piece. thumb looks massive. It's actually a surprisingly good fit. I did not know your fingers popped out of it. I also didn't know that you could see your palm. I thought it covered the whole thing. No. And then, then there's this whole thing here. There's a part to like tighten it up here too. Have and then there's the it? controller Does... on top. I have not used it yet, but I do have all the parts for it. I just need to look up instructions on this. Okay. What's uh? What's the thing that you bought that you hate the most? That doesn't make any sense. Why would I buy something I hate? Well, uh, no, I'm just by default one of the things you like the least. Like the least. That's just not everything can be tied. I have no answer to that. Okay. Well, you think of it about it. And I, it I guess. I guess I bought like one of those mystery bags that was full of games, and two of the three games I already owned. Okay. Okay. I guess that That's counts. Sure, there you go. Cool, Megfest. When's your next fest? Um, PAX East in late April. Okay, so you got a whole month off. Almost uh, two months. Yeah, it's kind of nice, actually. And then I got to get ready for that. And then uh, I think there's an event in Edmonton in May I'm going to. And a bunch of other stuff. Which one? Uh, Game developer? Edmonton or something like that? I forget what the oh. actual name is. I've never but heard of this. They asked me if I it's like a small thing. It's only their second year running. They asked me if I wanted to come up and talk about streaming. Cool. You also have um not that like you're doing anything there, but like the Comic Expo is in April, isn't it? Yeah, but that'll just be me like hanging out. Right. Well, I'm just I was just curious what what's the next convention you're going to, so. I guess unless they cross paths, it would be that. Cuz I don't remember when that one is actually. I think it's usually early April. Uh, but it's been a few years since I've gone to it. So. I'm, I'm looking it up now. I think this one might be late April, like Ooh, somewhere in the 20s. Yeah, April 28th to May 1st. Yeah, this one's quite late. Is that, is that the PAX weekend? It's the weekend right after, I believe. Oh, okay, so you're fine, right? As long as I don't get PAX Pox. That's true. Uh, well, why don't we do a podcast? Yeah. What um, would we call it if we did? Uh, game experts. Good name. <laughs> the game I like experts. It. I like it. <laughs> Welcome to Game Experts, episode three hundred something. God damn it! I'm out. Uh, um, we finally made it to three hundred six, guys. Round Yay! of applause. Game yeah. experts three hundred six for uh February twenty fifth. Um, Sean, John, and Paul, we're all here this week. Yo. Hi. Um. Uh, John, you weren't here last week, and mm-hmm. and I know how much you love talking, so why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Big fan, big fan. Uh, I finished The Witness. Hooray, I have not finished The Witness. Uh, I like that game, except for the ending. I don't like that last portion. No spoilers. And that's, that's the problem. I can't describe why I hate it without spoilers, so the best thing, best thing I can say is it feels like that's the point of the game where the developer starts hating you. And, 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 really start, hard or something? and starts doing things that kind of mess with you more than like a hard puzzle. Okay. It'll. All right. Once the puzzle, you told me where you are in the game. Yeah. Uh, two or three puzzles in from where you are, you will understand exactly what I mean. Okay. Uh, it, it just starts messing with you visually. Like in an unfair way? Not in an unfair way, more of like a dickish way. 
More okay. of like more of like we couldn't really think of an actually hard puzzle, so here's something that okay. is actually just obnoxious. So like invisible coin blocks for the witness. That's the closest comparison that I can think of that makes sense. So let's go it, with that. That makes sense to me for some reason. <laughs> Have you looked into the actual like after the end game stuff? Uh, I hear we, that stuff is insane. I heard that if you activate all the lasers, there's like a, a super hidden challenge, something super insanely difficult. I don't know if I'm going to do that. I kind of want to go back and finish off the other lasers I didn't do. That was my next question. Which lasers did you do? And I'm, I'm curious which ones we both did, which ones separately we did. Oh, it's been a while. Hang on. Um, I'll, I'll start then. Okay. Um, I did the uh, like hedge maze kind of area. Yep. That was the fort, all, I think is what it's called. Uh, the fort. Yeah, that could, could be the fort. I did the tree treetops, like the tree houses. Yep. I did the color area. Yep. The, the swamp area. No, no, like the colored rooms. Oh, oh, the greenhouse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also one. did the swamp area. Yep. Um I I did the uh the light one with the shadows. That was my favorite. Uh like oh the trees. Wait, what one? With like it's it's like tree shadows, branches. It's uh, right beside um the town the quarry. Is that the one with the red? The red. The the red panels? No, that's not. That's a different one. No, I don't think so. Uh, I th- oh no! Now I know what one you're talking about. Yeah, no, that one was cool. That one was really cool. That's my favorite one. Yeah, that one was really yeah. well done. I did the quarry. The quarry, yep. And I guess I did the very first place, which I can't even remember what that like was duality been. or something. Oh like that. yeah, yeah, like the the symmetrical one. Those are the yeah, seven symmetry. Uh, I went back and did uh, the red sign in the desert. I can't. I can't figure out the desert one at all. No spoilers. I don't want you to tell I, me. I stumbled across the answer by accident. Okay. Yeah. Every time I go there, I'm just like, I have no idea. I'll just say perspective. Okay. That's that'll make sense once you look at it enough. So um, wait, if you did that one, which one of the seven I said did you not do? I think I did all the ones you said. I thought. Oh, you did more than seven. Yeah, I did more than seven. I, I oh, went okay. back and did that one because I was just like, all right, I got a couple minutes to kill. And then I knocked that oh, one out did you do fast. Eight? Did you do eight then? Or how many did I you should, do? I should have eight now, I think. Oh, okay. Right. Uh, I think there's 11 overall. Uh, I have not done... There's like a bamboo maze. I don't even understand. I don't... Uh, I heard I heard like the actual hint is sound or something like that. I don't oh, know. Weird. I, I, I haven't, I haven't looked at it. I have not solved any of the puzzles there. I haven't even found a puzzle there, so don't tell me. <laughs> There's uh, also the town. Yep. And um, the third one I th- I thought was the windmill, but someone said that I don't think there's a laser there, so I'm not sure. Yeah, because you can go underground with the windmill. Mm. What about the ship? Is there one with the ship? I'm not sure, because you can actually get on top of that ship. Uh, I didn't know you can get on top of it. Well, I know you can go on the ship, and then I know you can go inside the ship, and it's just weird. Mm. Uh, but the ship seems insane. Anyway, that game's awesome. I love that game. That game's cool. I feel like you when you actually do the final area, you'll see what I'm talking about and just be like, oh, come on. Like, there's just a bunch of puzzles that just seem, like, rude, I guess is the best way to put it. <laughs> All, right. All it, right. It'll make sense once you play it. Yeah. Um, There's two endings to the game. One's, like, a developer ending, which you can only get, I think, at the beginning of the game. 
and the other is the actual ending. How do you get it at the beginning of the game? Um, you like you literally do something in the very first area you're in, and that solves that unlocks a hidden area. Okay. And how did it, you learn about this? Just look, found on the internet, or you did? I, it? I had heard there were multiple endings, and then someone was like, "Here's how you get the the developer ending." Okay. And I had I actually had to start a new file to get that ending because uh, going back in that area, my file did not work. Okay. I don't know. I still like it. Uh, 40 bucks. I'm not sure if it's 40 bucks. I'm happy with 40 bucks. I probably would have gone 30 on this. Okay. So I still, I still would have paid more than your standard digital game, but maybe not 40. I don't know. I'm happy that it was 40 Canadian and not 40 American, yeah. which translates yeah, that, some more for that us. That was nice. Yeah. That was a nice change. Yeah, so I guess I did end up spending 30 bucks. <laughs> but yeah, no, good game. If you like puzzles, recommend it. Sean, you should finish it. I should. Like like I was saying just before the podcast, and I mentioned this last week, it might whenever I have free time, it comes down to do I want to play new games or do I want to sit and maybe accomplish literally nothing on the witness? And that one rarely wins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll get to it at some point. Other than that, I played Project Cross Zone 2. Okay. How, is that your fighting game of choice? I didn't even see in your list. Uh, it's not a fighting game. It's a tactical RPG. You're right. I just remember because it came out the same day as Street Fighter. Mm. It's more of the same. Uh, they fixed some of the problems with the first one. They added more characters. Story's still fucking stupid. Like, Gameplay, gameplay's fun, though. What do you mean, mean stupid? Like, because it's, it's f- totally anime, or it's just a bad story? It, it, is, the mo- it is the most anime story. Cool. Okay. Is the best way to put it. Alright, so it's for the anime crowd. Yeah. Alright. But it's fun. I like I like strategy games, and I like the the gameplay style they put in this game. So, if you like if you liked Cross Zone One, you'll love Cross Zone Two. If cool. you didn't like Cross Zone One, there's probably not much that's going to change your mind because it's almost more of the same but better. Hmm. So you haven't played Street Fighter Five? No. That, that seems it, like right up your alley. It came out while I was in the states, and while I was in the states, I heard about all the issues the game was having. So I'm yeah. like, all right, well, I'm not going to buy it. <laughs> Okay, you're just going to wait for March when it gets everything? Yeah, once everything's like figured out, then maybe I'll make a decision. But for now, I'm staying away from it. Actually, Hank okay. was saying that it's all fixed now. He had a good like few hours in it the other night. I heard like Friday or Saturday that apparently they fixed the server issues. Yeah. But I still don't like everything else about the game. Like that whole, uh, like the story mode being an hour and a half long. For, right. for well, all it's, characters it's, it's missing like a bunch of its modes which it's getting yeah. in march so it seems like yeah. that's when the yeah full I, they, they dropped it too early in my opinion and i'm just gonna wait till like enough features are there that i'm like okay now it's worth it that kind of brings up like an interesting question i was thinking about this the other day it's like would you rather have a game that's not complete earlier or have to wait longer for the game but it's complete i'd rather the complete game yeah i i, I fell on that too i was thinking about like like with movies as well, like I wouldn't want an unfinished movie. I'd rather wait. Yeah. Um, so you must hate it when like the new thing that companies do are split up a book into like three movies and the last part is split up into two movies by itself. I mean, I guess I don't hate that and I definitely don't wait for all the pieces to come out. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're if that's what you mean. No, I mean, like uh, literally the Hunger Games, the last book was split into two movies. Yeah. That each released like a year apart. Same with uh like the Hobbit itself was three movies 
I can kind but of do, make more. But do you of an bring that up that. as in like would I've watched them individually or would I wait till they're all out before watching them? And I I would watch them individually. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I feel like I like those are complete in in and of themselves. I mean, in theory, I still haven't finished The Hobbit because I don't care enough. But yeah, right. So, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah, wait for Street Fighter Five next yeah. month. I'm yeah. not. I'm not in a rush on that. Uh, and that's all you played. Uh, I played some other stuff, but I cannot talk about it yet because they're for streams. I'm I'm really shocked that uh, one one game is not on your list. That's on my list. Uh, uh, which I'm just going to jump into. Sorry, Paul. Ha- you haven't played oh. Fire Emblem? No, I am boycotting it. What? <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, okay. I'm, unless I can find the collector's edition, I'm not buying it. Oh, okay. Why? Because I fucking hate what they're doing with this game. It makes no goddamn sense. Having two games? I mean, cause, but they're like, they start off the same. I know the stories end up differently, but like, I don't like that the fact is you have to buy the DLC of the rest when you can, when they specifically made a version that has it all in one fucking cart. But that it's, but it still costs more. It costs the like, same. Like I, I still want that. Cause it also then means I can't deal like stream it. If I ever want to do that. Cause then I have to rebuy the DLC. I'm a, I'm an edge case. I admit, but I don't, unless I can find the collection edition, I don't fucking care about Fire Emblem Fates. I think you're the second person I've heard say that. So, yeah, you're an edge case <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That's I was not expecting that. It's super interesting. Could uh, could you just download them onto your streaming th- DS? That means I have to rebuy them. Wait, wait, yeah, that's like, true. But, but why would you have to rebuy them? Just buy them one time on the streaming DS. That's not how. What? Wait, what do you mean? Buy it on the streaming DS? I don't bring anywhere because I don't want to break my capture card. Oh well, I, well, well. I'm, I don't it, know. Take the, better the care game, of the game. The capture card to, one. I, like, why would you break it? Like, c- couldn't you just play it at home or something? Because I guess, but I want to play it when I go on all these trips I take every month. But you're currently not. Yeah, but I'm playing so, other stuff. Well, I mean, though that's different then. But I'm just saying, like, your your solution is don't play it at all or have it because. It seems like the big issue is having it on the, being able to stream it, right? I want to be able to have it on both without having to buy it multiple times. And but that doesn't seem like it's an option, so you, that's the boycott. Well, I mean, this is a specific thing for his like career and what no, he I wants. No, I got like is so. is the special edition like nowhere to be found or are they, yeah, is it a it's, limited it's, run? It's a pain in the ass to find. Every time okay. it pops online it's gone within 5 minutes. Oh, okay. So they're still coming out with them just slowly. Uh, I haven't heard anything since I think release day. Is it was it a limited thing? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't. I, I just hate that they made three versions. I think it's incredibly stupid, and it's actually kind of obnoxious. The only the, the thing that bothers me though is I know that if the game doesn't sell well, then they're not going to release any more in North America. So it's more like fuck. Do I just boycott it because I hate how stupid this has gotten, but po- potentially kill the series, or do I buy a series like? and get a little bit of enjoyment out of it, but then just be upset with what they did with it and support it. It's, it's weird. I don't know. I think, I think you're, you're fine voting with your money. I think regardless, it's going to sell totally fine. This is not going to be the end of fire emblem here. Right. (laughs) Um, I bet it's already sold gangbusters. Like this thing is real hot. So, um, but no, like I, you know, I totally support voting with your money. That, that, that totally makes sense. Uh, I would just, I would just get it and then I mean 
you could get the cart for one of them and then buy the DLC, which is but the But that other doesn't game. solve the initial problem! <laughs> well, couldn't... But then you could, you could just stream one of the games. Like, do you need to be able to stream all three? I... I guess you've got a valid point there. Like, it's not going to be that different. Like, if you can only stream Birthright, it's not the end of the world. I I mean, could you even see yourself streaming all three? Probably not, to be fair. Yeah. So I think, like, I think you get one. Because I I don't know. at At the moment, are you even able to buy one cart and then buy the other version as DLC? Is that a thing? I haven't really looked into it. Yes, that should have been available day one, I believe. Okay. And then it was um, like the the third storyline you had to wait like a month to buy. Yeah, the third one I know is not out. It's, I think I think it's March tenth. Um, you're right. It's March tenth. Thank you. Mm. Uh, and and you're saying DLC is locked to the system, not the cart. I, I'm assuming that's what it is usually for these games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I just haven't bought much DLC on on my 3ds, but I don't know. I, I, again, my recommendation if, would be get if, one if, of them if it's tied <laughs> to the cart. Like if I download it and then it's put on the cart itself, which I mean, some games have done that. Then, like, whatever. That makes my point moot, and I'll probably go buy it. But I, I also just kind of don't want to play it right now. Yeah, okay, Does that's that makes sense. I, I don't know what it is. It's just the whole thing put a bad taste in my mouth, and it's just I've had a negative opinion of Fates since, and it, which sucks because everyone's told me it's like the best Fire Emblem. But got, I'm just, I just have zero interest in it because of all this stupid shit. Yeah, and you really liked Awakening. I liked Awakening I a mean, lot. You, I mean, you like Fire Emblem, so yeah. Do you want to hear how much it sold? I have it I up heard, here. I heard 300,000 between... Over 300,000 copies for Birthright on Conquest the first weekend. And that's in North America or worldwide? Yes, North America. Yeah, I mean, it's doing fine. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm Maybe in like a month or two, I'll be like, all right, hey, I'll, now I'm in the mood. Maybe now I'll, I'll go for it. But right now, I don't want to see that game. Okay. Well, I'm playing it. I'm not that far. I've only played about three hours, so I'm on chapter like seven seven or eight which is after the split happens uh i don't have both versions though so it i don't really i didn't really get a choice when the split came um and i bought birthright right uh i understood that birthright is easier and conquest is almost like punishingly hard it's something about grinding right you can't grind in conquest you can't grind in conquest uh birthright has the like overworld battles that uh awakening did okay which I actually wasn't even really that much of a fan of. I almost found that too easy. So I'm sure Conquest would be fine for me. But just the fact that I heard Conquest is harder, it just seems like, oh, well, I'll play that after the easy one. Um, so yeah, I'm enjoying it. It's it's every it's yeah it's it's Fire Emblem again. So it's great. I'm loving the characters. You get to make like a little village, and that you can visit between uh, missions to like buy new items and stuff. Uh, there's dragons all over the place. You're making the main character can turn into a dragon, which is cool. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, like I'm like, John, you'll, you'll, you'll like this game if you do end up playing it. Mm. Uh, it's, it's a great fire emblem. So I'm, I guess the pricing thing is kind of, uh, annoying, but it does feel like two games. So I'm, I'm okay that they split it or it should feel like two games. Cause it, it like I said, I'm, like two hours in, it diverges completely. So brand new missions would be a lot would be great. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. I guess I don't need to ask John's opinion on if I should get Awakening first, then because it sounds like that's where he would lean. What? 
I asked uh, Sean last week, like, do you think I should do Awakenings first because it's obviously going to be cheaper now? And then mm-hmm. his argument was like, no, just do this because like it's part of the zeitgeist right now, and you can talk about it. Just to be a part of it, yeah, yeah. I think if if you're going to get into Fire Emblem, Paul, just pick up Birthright. A lot of people have been telling me Birthright's basically just Awakening Two. Yeah, and that's kind of what he was. And saying. Conquest is like classic Fire Emblem, so so go yeah. Birthright. And then, I mean, there's been a few people that have been just like, no, you have to play the GBA version games first, <laughs> because if you don't, you're never going to go back to them after you play the new stuff. That's interesting. I'm I'm trying to think. I, I obviously played them first. Uh, I think they're totally viable to go back to. Uh, I've had a few people much. say that to me. They're like, you're going to ruin yourself if you play the new ones first. So go if you really want to see Fire Emblem, go back and like... Here's the other thing, though. I yeah. can't see you playing through the GBA ones yeah. and then Awakening and then Fates just to play Fates. Like, you're not going to do that. Like, let me put it this way. If I play any of these games ever, like, let's forget that maybe, like, I fall in love with it and I'm like, I want to revisit all of these. Just sure. like from where I'm at right now, I'm going to play one. It's going to have one chance to sell me and even then, it's going to be a tough like hill to climb because I have so many other things I can look at that I know I'm already into. Yeah, then I would probably go Fates or Awakening. Okay, and if you're doing it anytime soon, might as well just be a part of you know the zeitgeist, like I was saying, and just gotcha. get do Birthright. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm having a ton of fun with it. As soon as we're done this podcast, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to playing it. The one downside, and this is an edge case for me, is that game requires two hands to be on the system to use. And when I'm on the train, one hand has to be on the railing. So I don't get to play it on my commute. Hmm. Um, But that's, you know, that's that's just silly. So it means I'm still playing Apollo Justice is is what that means. Um, I finished Firewatch. We talked about it briefly last week uh, that I just started. I finished it the day after. What did you think about what they did with the end? Like, did you see it coming or was it kind of like, no, okay, they wrapped this up kind of like, like the reveal and such. I mean, just the whole end, like, cause I felt kind of let down by like some of the weird red herrings that gone home through in that never really got resolved. They were just kind of in there to like build up suspense. And I felt Firewatch kind of like the reasoning was a little shaky maybe for some of the stuff, but at least it felt like, okay, like it could have been because of what happened and stuff. Yeah, uh, there, there's a couple moments that I feel like, well, this this part really made me think something was going on that wasn't really. But yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And I feel like the crux of that game is your conversations with Delilah. Of Oh, for sure. Yeah. And that part was just like fantastic for me. So that, I got what I wanted. That out. ramped up pretty good throughout that. I've heard game. like a lot of that can be skipped, like accidentally, I guess. The dialogue. I mean, you can you can choose yeah. just not to talk to her, like because when she says something to you, you have to hold down like I was playing with the gamepad, so you have to hold down the left trigger, and then uh, I think it's right trigger to cycle through your options, and then you just kind of release right trigger to say that. But you can just not answer the phone if you don't want to. Right. Um. At that point, I don't know why you're really playing this game. I, I mean, guess. it does look really nice, but like that whole part it, point is kind of the just like learning about these characters and they're the voice acting is fantastic and they just feel like so genuine so you'd be doing yeah. yourself a disservice I, and i wouldn't say it's e- like easy to skip it like otherwise you're just gonna be walking around in a quiet woods and you might just get bored like they, they oh, put easily. the talking in there to have you do something while you're walking from one point to the next if you're not playing that for the dialogue you shouldn't be playing that game yeah I mean, it's, it would be like playing Gone Home without the audio logs. Like, it would just be 
like like an interactive museum or something. I but guess. like less because you're in the woods, so you don't have a lot of stuff to open and like read notes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I never found the turtle, which was kind of a bummer. Heard- Did you find it? Oh yeah, dude. That I was so stoked. I named him Turt Reynolds. Yeah, Turt oh my Reynolds. God. Really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, you get to choose the name, and one of them is Turt Reynolds. That's the only name I've seen people using. Because it's um, the best one. Yeah, that's... I don't know. What are, do you remember what the other options are? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, t- why would you not pick Turt Reynolds? And you get to, like, keep him in your... I was... I had my eye out, and I couldn't find him. That's too bad. Yeah, he's cute. But I bet he is. I, I've seen screenshots, people picking him up, and he sticks his tongue out. That's a great turtle. It's a great um, turtle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, Firewatch is cool. I recommend... Uh, I mean, uh, John, it's it's on the Paul's Steam list, so you could uh, just check it out for free. Um, I mean, nothing I've seen of that is interesting to me, if you want me to be real. I, I've watched okay. some footage of it, some people play through bits and pieces of it. Did you play Gone Home? No. Okay, well, if, yeah, if Gone Home didn't entice you either, then I doubt this will. And then the last game I played this week is uh, the new Telltale series, The Walking Dead Michonne, came out. Yeah. Okay. Episode one, this is a mini series. They're only doing three episodes. Um, if anyone's reading the comics, there's a, a, a part that happened about a year ago in the comics where uh, Michonne left for a little bit. And there's like a time gap. And this is what happened when she was gone. Okay. Um, it's not very good. Right. The um, I, I was I, expecting that. Yeah. Uh, my main issues is it just feels like really forced the story like the main the main crux of it is uh you you get all these like flashbacks to uh her kids that she lost and they kind of just like they they're literally haunting her like they kind of pop up in the in the environment while you're doing stuff and then they kind of just disappear and it's just kind of really disjointed and then the other main problem is because you know i read the comics i know she's fine like she right. comes back and, and meets up with Rick and all them again. So there's no tension there. So there's no tension. And there was literally times where like, there's this one scenario where you're trying to get into a place and you look inside, like through the window and you're like, I don't see anything there. And you, you know, you, you pry open the window a bit and you get to choose between Michonne putting her hand in to unlock the door or your partner. And I was like, Oh, I got this. Don't worry. I'm invulnerable. Put your hand in there. And you know, like I said, it was fine. Right. <laughs> um, and then when the like the the big I guess when the main story starts, it's like basically just you fell into a misunderstanding and no one will believe you. So I'm just sitting there That's kind of rolling my eyes in frustration, like Yeah. No, I wasn't the one that killed these people. Like, why isn't like ugh like it's almost just kind of frustrating and it feels really forced. Mm-hmm. And then you're kind of getting hit over the head with her like internal struggle with the kids. Um so, yeah, I just generally just wasn't feeling it, which is really unfortunate because with only three episodes to this miniseries, I already don't like a third of that game. Yeah. I guess we'll see what happens in uh, maybe the next month. I don't know when the next one's coming out. But uh, anyways, yeah, there's a review with uh, more in detailed thoughts up on Comic Book Bin if people are interested in that. Cool. Uh, Paul, finish us off. Yeah. So, yo, you guys know that Smite game? Mm-hmm. or tribes or any okay anyways high res the guys who made those games is making slash made a free-to-play team fortress 2 type ripoff thing 
It's like a class-based multiplayer shooter. Yes, that's exactly what it is. But like it plays like Team Fortress 2. Let's not like let's be real here. Uh it's called Paladins, like Champions of something, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, I got into uh beta for that and it's fine. It's kind of like I really want to play Overwatch again because Overwatch is like seems like that type of game made for me. It's just like so polished. It like everything about Overwatch was really fun and I want to get back into that and play with friends and stuff. This is kind of like the methadone to my heroin like addiction right now because it's something I can play right now and it's just kind of like in short spurts. It kind of gets me over the like, okay, I had a like class-based team shooter sort of thing experience for the weekend. So I've been playing a little bit of that with uh, I'm 3D Homer or Hank or whatever you want to call him. And um, it's totally competent, if not a little bit, maybe, what's the word I'm looking for here? Planned, I guess. Nothing mm-hmm. about it really stands out on its own merits. It just kind of does, like, that it's formula. Cookie, it's cookie cutter. Yeah, but it does it fine. So it's kind of like, there's nothing new or special about it, but, like, it does it. So it's playable. It has... 10 different heroes in it right now you have your different archetypes you have like your dude that's really hard to take down like your tanky guy who's supposed to be kind of the uh, bullet sponge sort of thing for the other team to focus on you have your supports to like try to keep him healed and do a little bit of damage and some team-based stuff like that and you have your damage healers uh i found that all of the game modes almost are kind of boring except for two but luckily, it's the two that everybody else that's playing the beta right now realizes are the fun ones. So those are the only ones you'll ever find games for anyway. So that's been okay. The lobby system works, like, kind of flawlessly, which is really good. Like, if you have friends online, you just click on their name, go, like, invite to game. They can join right away, and you can join games together. It's, we- it's weird that I have to even bring that up as a positive, but I've been playing a lot of games lately that are multiplayer that don't have that, and it's fucking frustrating as hell. Right. Like Dirty Bomb is like the worst example of like a game that's free to play, but and you can play with your friends, but like you can't create a lobby for that game. You have to join in on a game somebody else is playing and their server might be full. Like it's really fucking terrible. So it's nice to go to this and it's like, well, all the multiplayer stuff works very well. It's a little bit bland and boring, but I, the different uh, characters and archetypes or whatever do feel like their own characters. It's just that I don't care about them in the way that, like, I kind of care about the Overwatch characters. Because with Blizzard, their big thing with every game is that when they make a character, they want to have, like, a reason why they exist in this world and, like, a backstory and stuff. And that carries over to Overwatch as well. And it feels like they're trying to do that in Paladins as well. Like, you'll have your damage dealer, like, named Cassie or whatever, and she's, like, the Ranger class but, like, I know nothing about her except for that she has a name and, like, big boobs because, of course, she does. But, right. So, but, and, like, I don't know. I think that's a disservice when you have a character that feels like a character but you have no reason to care about them at all. And Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard to put into words what I don't like about the game, but I've been playing it enough that I think I'll continue playing it, especially as a free-to-play thing. It is perfect as a free-to-play thing. If you had to pay for money for this, like there'd be no way in hell I could recommend it, but it's something you can just jump in. Although I will say, if you wanted to play it right now, you would have to buy the Founders Pack, which gets you into the beta, so just wait for it to come out. And there's no release date slated How yet. How much does that pack cost? Uh, 20 bucks, and you get m- 
probably about 20 bucks worth of like cards and stuff. So the big thing in this game is that they have a card based system where you can alter what your abilities are for your character. So think about okay. it like you're blind, you're buying blind packs, which is a thing I kind of hate in all video games with the hopes of like getting something cool for a character you have. So like one of them is um, there's a mage character that like has a blink ability, a small teleport to like get away from trouble or get into trouble if you, that's what you want to do. And uh, one of the cards will be like when you blink, you also like leave a trail of like frost and where you like originated from that slows enemies by 65 percent or something like that. So like you could run into a group, then blink out and like ostensibly freeze everybody in that area for like. 10 seconds or something like that where they're slowed yeah so it's just kind of like augments to your abilities but like i said blind packs all that sort of stuff i don't know so wait did you pay to get in no okay so there is a way to like yeah i mean you could just be invited to a beta i guess for (laughs) um i think there is a way to sign up for the beta i think you just go on their site and like click I want to be in the beta or something. I just had an email in my spam folder and I was like, I'm going to try this out. So, yeah. Uh, On that same note, I played the division beta this weekend because it was open. And uh, the second beta then. Yeah. The first one was a closed beta. This is the open beta. So there were a lot of uh, as Tenmar like to call them care bears (laughs) in the, in there where like when you go, (laughs) so I even mean in, um, in terms of like multiplayer games like this, a Care Bear is basically somebody who just goes in and like they're kind of seeing the world for the first time with like wide eyes. They're like, "Oh, this is really fun and stuff," and they haven't had people beat the shit out of them over and over. Non-broken they... people is what you're saying. That's people exactly with hope still. That, so is, is that what you did? Yeah, oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the so when beta opened. I was, uh, me and I'm 3D Homer were up. It was like six in the morning or something stupid. So we're like, okay, let's jump in. We jumped in. We got to max level in the single player content within a couple hours. And then we just went to the dark zone for the rest of the weekend, just shooting people, basically. Good time. Um, that game still suffers from the same problems I had with it before. It has some weird matchmaking issues where like the dark zone is the only pvp area which again is still like the part i'm not too crazy about but it is what it is so i'll get over it uh but the bigger problem is is that say you're in a group of with three other people your group of four if one of you is in a different like instanced server for the dark zone it's kind of a pain in the ass to get everybody together sometimes in the same server because it's not just, like, one dark zone for, like, a thousand people. It'll be split up into, like, maybe a thousand different dark zones with, like, ten people or something. Okay. So there can be some weird mismatch errors and stuff. And for the most part, it's usually fine to try to join somebody else's server when you're in a group. Because you just have to go to, like, the group management tab and stuff. It's not very intuitive. It's all very menu-based. So you have to go into the social tab under group management... You have to click on their name and then you have to have the ability to join their Dark Zone server and stuff like that. So it's a little bit hidden in a way, but like in the worst of times, it just doesn't work at all. Like there's no option there for some reason. So maybe this is something they'll fix after the beta is over. I kind of doubt it because it's Ubisoft, but whatever. They're not that great with multiplayer things. So, But it's still like you were pretty excited for this game. Are you still excited for it to come out? 
Sorry? Am I excited for it to come out? Yeah, like I, yeah, I believe yeah. you were pretty excited before, so still excited? Yeah, no, it's going to be one of those games that, like, what uh, WoW is for me now, basically. It's going to be something I jump in, like, I have nothing else to play for, like, today sort of thing. I'm going to jump into, like, the Division and maybe, like, level up or see if I can get a new piece of gear or something. It's like a loot, lust, gear, grind sort of game, and that's probably what I'll play it as. I mean, hell, I still go into Diablo 3 sometimes just to see if I can get something upgraded, because why not? So that's right. going to be what this is. Um, the big game for me this week, and actually was last week too, but I didn't really talk about it because I didn't get as deeply enthralled with it as I did this week, is Clash Royale, which is a free-to-play uh, iOS and Android game made okay. by the people who made uh, Clash of Clans and that beach brawl or whatever the fuck it was called boom beach boom beach that's it yep um okay it is not available to americans yet it's in soft launch right now for new zealand and canada only weird that's really weird all right (laughs) yeah it's really strange um it's out for like you guys next month in march and what it basically is is you you have like two fortresses and a castle where your like king is resigning or whatever. You have cards that you play that translate into minions or like little huts and stuff you can build. And your basic objective is to destroy either more of the enemy's stuff than they destroy of yours, or like to just completely destroy their castle and like take all of their shit. It's like little matches of like two minutes. And it ramps up in time. It kind of works with uh, a mana-like system in Hearthstone, where you can only like cast a certain amount, and you regain what they call elixir in this game to play like certain cards over time. Right. And then, like the amount of elixir you actually get will increase as like the battle goes on, so it can get more and more like like you can just start throwing more shit down by the end to really try to push for a win. It's um. Like a weird small RTS MOBA sort of thing where you're playing units and like buildings that can create units or just like fireballs or something to destroy shit. And yeah, I don't know. It's been just what, super fun. What made you want to play this? I was watching a streamer I found randomly one night in the UK because I always look for people to like watch at four in the morning when I'm awake and there's like nobody in America that's ever streaming at that time that I watch. Uh, I guess I'll give her a plug. Her name's like Ahoy Matey or something. And she was like, okay. oh, you're in Canada. You should try this game out because it's like out on your th- in your country. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And then like four days after on the co-optional podcast, Total Biscuit was raving about it too. I was like, holy shit. Okay, this game is already getting traction. That's amazing. So I was like, I'll take a deeper look into it. And sure enough, that game is addictive in, like, all the right types of ways. It has a free-to-play model that's actually kind of fair in a way. It's not really preying so much on your wallet so much as it's preying on your patience. nature? No, patience. Oh, okay, it's one of those. Yeah, what's the model? Is it, like, you can only play a little bit? Like, is it an energy system? No, not in... Not really. You can play as much as you want the actual game. So, like I was saying, the game is card-based. Like, you unlock new cards and stuff that are different units and buildings and whatnot. You will get a chest with cards every three hours. Like, 
every three hours you get a new chest that you can open right away and have a potential to get more of the gold or like the gems, which are their currencies to buy more shit in the store if you want. And uh, a chance at some cards. And so you can just like have the app installed, play it once, and then just wait six hours and open two chests. Like it'll give you two free chests every six hours or one free chest every three hours. Every time you win a battle, you get a silver chest, which will have more shit in it. And after 90 battles or whatever, you'll get like a magical chest, which has like way more shit in it. But the thing is, with these chests, when you like click on it to open it, the silver chest will take three hours to open, a gold chest will take eight hours to open, and a magical chest will take 12 hours to open. Or if you're impatient, you could pay real money to open them right now. But like, you never have to okay. put a dime into this game. You just have to wait. So it's kind of like what I like about Record Keeper. It's exactly what you like about Record Keeper, and I think the business model is actually fantastic, especially for what type of game it is for me. Like... Like, I'll play a few games, a few matches in the morning, right? Then I'll go to work. And then, like, I'll have a chest, like, ready to open or whatever in the morning after I wake up. Open the chest, see new cards, see if there's any upgrades I can do, whatnot. Then I'll go to have a few matches, go to work. On my lunchtime, I'll open the chest that I had set to unlock, see if there's any new stuff, do a few matches, then, like, open, start another chest opening, and then I'll play a little bit more after work. So... The but patience. the cards you're getting, yeah. like, are they single use or do you have no, them forever? You have them forever. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the difference. Because I was thinking of Halo, because you get chests with cards, but the cards are all single use. Well, not all of them. You can actually get permanent use ones, but ninety percent of them are single use. Okay. Yeah. Um, I guess what the what thing the thing is that really like makes this one stand out is that. Because the games are so short, they're like you can play them at any time. They're only two minutes and they ramp up really quickly, but they're like really fucking intense too. And there's like a weird element of strategy you can actually employ. And like there's counters to different cards. It's everything I love about like Hearthstone, say, just like in an RTS element against another person that takes only two minutes and you can like consistently get upgrades. So right. it's been super cool. I highly, highly recommend like, yo, I don't like a lot of mobile games. Trust me when I say if you like have a kind of competitive nature, even if you don't like just you just like fun stuff. This is one you should check out for sure. I'm surprised to hear that if you had told me just new game from Clash of Clans people, I would have just. Been oh, like, dude, I actually tried Clash of Clans. I hate care. it. OK, I actually hate everything this company has put out because I've looked <laughs> into all of for them. this. This that's why I was like skeptical when this like streamer I was watching recommended it to me. And but then like I saw some gameplay of it and I tried a little bit of it. I'm like, no, there's there's something actually here this time. Now, how they're going to fuck it up, I'm not sure yet because it's not technically fully released, but I'm sure they're going to find a way to fuck it up. As of right now, this recording, I highly recommend it. And if you Go ahead and do that. There's, I started a clan you can join, and we can watch each other's replays and fight each other. <laughs> so there you go. Do you need to say the name of the clan? Oh, Burning Barrel. There you go. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Actually, that's another problem I had with this game, though, is that like you can't actually add friends unless they're on your Facebook. There's no mm, like, great. there's awesome. no like friends thing to add. Like, I couldn't add just like Proton John on there. I would need to be friends with John on Facebook, which I'm currently not. Okay. I'm just kidding. I was waiting to see the reaction from John. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't sound right. 
Anyways, yeah, Clash Royale. Just to bring that back up, you should play it. It's good. All right, uh, I guess that does it. Let's go on to the news. Uh, Paul, you, why don't you start us off with your list? Yeah, okay. Yo, so you know how the HTC Vive is the one I want, and when they announced the price for the other one at like 600 bucks, I was like, oh no, the Vive's going to be like 1500 then. Yeah. It's totally not. It's only 800 bucks. So I'm that's super I love that that's only. I love that yeah, we're at that like kind of point. 800? For 800, you could get like all three current gen consoles. Yeah, you could. But this is the new wave. This is the new hotness. <laughs> this right is the now. New Those are yesterday's man. news. Yeah, they kind of are, if we're going to be honest here. Like, when was the last time I was excited about a console? Probably the PlayStation 2. And then from there, it's been like small upgrades. This is the new big jump. Okay. I'm I glad mean, you're I get so where you're coming from for this. Mm hmm. Um,. I don't agree with where you're coming from with this as someone who owns all three current gen consoles. That's uh, fine. Also, you don't you have a Wii U? Yeah. Okay. But the Wii U was just a better Wii. I'm saying like this is the next big jump, potentially anyway, because we don't know yet. What about like that 3DS? They put like 3D, like glasses free 3D. I mean, but that was I this never generation used the 3D. <laughs> you're right. Like gimmick wise, it's totally it was a huge jump, but what about that connect, man? The Kinect like, was legitimately great. Like I played arms. so much Dad Central for the first month that thing came out. <laughs> Fruit Ninja Connect is super good. I never actually did play that. Wrecketeer? Wrecketeer was pretty good. Wrecketeer from Iron Galaxy? Yeah. Anyways, but, where I'm coming from specifically with the Vive is that I was expecting it to be over a thousand. The fact that it isn't was amazing to me. It's still about, a lot of money about, though. What about that one Connect game where Chris Evans teaches you how to fight? I totally played that, and you're right. It's so good. Stupid But, game. like, in the worst way. <laughs> also, uh, Rise of Nightmares is amazing. John, you can borrow it anytime you want. I have it right I beside me. I actually have, currently have that sitting here. It's not my copy. Someone else already borrowed Let me. I bought that it. game and, and for two bucks when Blockbuster went out, and I think that's the best thing Blockbuster ever gave me. <laughs> that's not true. Blockbuster was fine. Mm-hmm. Um... I did not know that pre-orders were starting February 29th. I assumed it yes. was later. Yeah, no. Pre-orders start in like a couple days. So if you, you're interested in that, go for it. Do you think it's going to be equally like sold out as the Oculus was? No. Oculus, I think, still has a bigger name. Okay. Okay. And then I guess all we have to wait for is uh, PlayStation VR, right? Yes, that's right. Project what was that Morpheus. Name? Morpheus. Morpheus. Yeah. Well, now it's PlayStation VR. Yeah. I was going to um, say, no way it kept that name. No, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm really curious what the price on that one is. Yeah, me uh, too. I think that's going to be the most popular one, though. I think. The, yeah, I could see that one bundled with like PlayStation and stuff for a discounted price at some point. So, what do you get for $800? For $800, I think you get. Let me just bring it back up here because I closed I'm it. You get the lighthouse, right? Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure you get the wand. I believe you get two of them, right, for each hand? Yeah, yeah. The goggles. And now the, the one downside with the HTC Vive, if I'm remembering correctly, is this is the one that you kind of need a room for. That's not true. You do need Hence, a room for stuff that's made for the Vive specifically, but you can still play other games that support VR right. with it. But I'm just saying, like, their their main thing is having a lot of space because they have that lighthouse thing that's yes. tracking you. That's right, yeah. And and scanning your room. Yeah, uh, if you want to, who utilize here has this. has a room? 
ready for their their who has a VR room ready? I mean, John, I have you just bought a house. Room. Did you buy one? I have a room. Does that count? <laughs> it's like an empty room. I mean, it's got stuff in it. But like, it's like a, this, you're like this is the VR room. I'm not about to start walking like create an empty space so I can walk around and play a VR game. What if it's great though? What if you you don't know that? Maybe there's going to be like a I'm killer barely title. willing to clear out space to play the Connect of all things. <laughs> That's true, but That's it doesn't fair. have a killer title. That's not true. We just listed off several Multiple. killer titles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the space. Nope. Paul. I mean, no, but I won't use it for that anyway. Okay. To be fair, John, you just bought a house. You should have thought about this. Should have. You're that right. Extra room. I should have thought about the future of virtual reality while yeah. finding somewhere to live. <laughs> you should have thought about the future, John. <laughs> uh, that's not long-term thinking, John. That's not. You can't do that. Someone's short-term thinking. That would actually be you're, you're amazing. Right. You're right. Buying a house is short-term thinking. A realtor is just like this. Is the perfect VR room right here, right beside the master bedroom. Do you have a garage you could turn into a VR room? I have a garage. There's a car in it. You could park on the street. Instant VR room. Holy shit, he's right. An instant VR room that smells like gasoline fumes. Hell yeah. Well, you gotta, like, clean it up. You gotta, like, insulate it, because garages get cold. That's true. And also the gasoline smell. Actually, you know what? That might enhance the experience, because then you'd be high as fuck off fumes. Or maybe you're playing, playing like, a racing game. Right. (laughs) A racing game where you're sitting outside and behind the car the entire time. Yep. <laughs> Reese in the chat is just like, Luka Jins moves her car. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's ready, John. To be fair, my car's <laughs> in the garage right now, so. All right. Well, she can I move just, your car. I'm sure just, the keys are sitting got, somewhere. She wants that VR room. You, you gotta do it. You gotta <laughs> do it. Get an HTC Vive. Anyways, for what you get, that's actually not that bad of a price. Were, was I was I correct with what we listed? Did you look it up? You are right. Yeah. Okay. You get the whole bundle basically. Yeah. And and Oculus, you only got the headset, an Xbox One controller. Right. It is much cheaper and, though. Oh, and like two hundred dollars like is nothing to sneeze at. Honestly, that's like two weeks worth of food. To be, yeah, but also like Oculus is going to have those wands like the Oculus touch ones sooner or later. So the price is going to get more similar when you compare like the full bundles. Also, let's be real here. If I just said, if what I just said resonates with you where you're like, yeah, you're right. $200 does mean two weeks of food. You shouldn't be buying VR. I mean, you shouldn't be thinking about it in the first place. Yeah. Like if that's actually, if $200 means like you don't eat for two weeks, you should not be thinking about these. I'd also not be buying games probably to be sure. If you're Canadian, especially. Yeah. God. That's true. These are all American prices. You have no idea what you actually have to pay. Well, I mean, like, I could look up on XE.com what the exchange rate is now, and it probably tell I can you. tell you what the exchange rate is. $800 American yeah. is roughly a million dollars Canadian. Yeah, shit, you're right. Yeah. I guess I'm so, going to have to put up a second right mortgage. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> John, sell your house. Yeah. Flip it. Flip it for a clean mill. For a clean mill. <laughs> I don't think that's how the housing market works, Sean. <laughs> you spruce it up and you flip that shit. <laughs> I saw this on TV. It's how it works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. TLC never lies. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. Let's move on. Pokemon's 20th anniversary is this weekend. Yeah. I think the 27th specifically. 20 Tomorrow- years. 
tomorrow there is a Nintendo Direct that's five minutes long. Yeah, Nintendo Direct returns me, this week. Which makes me think it's going to be like a trailer, and this is kind of like glorifying a trailer by calling it a Nintendo Direct. Yep, you're right. Mm-hmm. It totally is. <laughs> it probably um, will be. Nin- uh, it, Pokemon Company has done that shit a lot, though. Every time, like, Pokemon's, like, representation at E3 is literally a statue that you can post pictures next to with a TV screen showing a trailer for a Pokemon game. Yeah. That's what it, that's what they know they're Pokemon better than you. I guess that's that clearly seems to be what they're thinking. Yeah. Those games are going to sell like hotcakes. Yes. Of course cuz it's Pokemon. Yeah. Um on um, that note, trademarks were found for Pokemon Moon and Pokemon Sun. Yeah, that was kind of the thing today. Yep. Am I the only one that thinks Pokemon Moon and Pokemon Sun saying it in that order seems weird and Sun and Moon seems like more comfortable? For me, no because I'm up at night usually. I'm used to saying sun and moon. Yeah, sun and moon. I don't know. Something about it just seems like more natural. Mm-hmm. Pokemon S and M, as uh, <laughs> as they say in the chat. Pokemon S and M, exactly. Um, anyway, I guess we'll find out what that's all about. Yep. So, what do you guys think? Maybe is it a new gen. If maybe. it is sun and moon, it's a new gen. I, I was so, I was hoping to hear gen. some yeah. stuff on Pokemon Go that the their VR yeah. thing. I know they're ha- going to be talking more about that at GDC this year. Really? But I didn't I'm, hear that. Yeah, I, they mentioned that a while back. Um, but yeah, I'm so much more interested in Pokemon Go. But I guess we'll see. And I think people have already been saying it, it, it's scheduled. To, uh, Moon and Sun are scheduled to come out this fall, which sounds about right. Yep. So that's going to be exciting. Also, and... for anybody who grew up with uh, the Pokemon cartoon, their Twitch is actually hosting a day-long marathon this weekend. What? That's Wait, like a weekend long or a day long? It says day long, so it starts at uh, 10 a.m. Pacific. And on yeah, on okay. Saturday, the 27th. Yep. Okay. And goes to 10 a.m. on Sunday. Is it 24 hours? Yeah, I guess so. That's honestly not that many. Like, how many seasons of Pokemon are there? Like, 17? There's a lot. Yeah. There are a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like, you're going to get through, like, maybe, like, what, five? If they're roughly 20, I don't know how long the seasons are. If they're 20 episodes each. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's the thing. Yeah. And you happy birthday, Pokemon. You're who still likes Pokemon. Raise your hand. I like Pokemon. Yeah, it's fine. I I still play Pokemon games. I need to be in the right mood. Yeah. All right. I'm with John 100%. The last one is Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 are coming to Xbox One and PS4 for all you people that wanted to play them. Yay. Like as a combo pack or individually? I think individually, actually. <laughs> that's that's the worst. The way I've read it in a bunch of different news posts, it sounds individual. <laughs> and I think they're coming out to different... Oh, yeah. Here's the schedule. March 29th is Resident Evil 6. Summer 2016 is Resident Evil 5. And fall 2016 is Resident Evil 4. So they're coming what? out backwards. That's okay. Well, I mean, at least it's the best for last. How many different versions of Resident Evil 4 are there? Two. The original and the remake. And the Wii version. Oh, Resident Evil 2. And the... Which one? Four. Four. Yeah. There's a Wii version. It also came out on PS2. Yep. Yeah, Uh, but there's 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 also a PC version. They're all ports, though. I'm just wondering, yeah, how many times that game have been ported? Sorry, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like like a million times? Like every console. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you can probably play that on your calculator now, right? 
I think the uh, yeah, like it hit every console Probably. except for the original Xbox. There you go. Yeah, I think you're right. What actually. does that tell you? Because there was like digital versions for PS3 and 360. It tells me yeah, that guess... people that love Xbox finally get to play that game that came out years ago. <laughs> this Fall fall. Of money. fall of money. Fall of money. <laughs> yep. Uh, along with other things, trademarks being leaked, people found Alan Wake returns. Yep. Uh, along with the website has also been registered. Yep. So maybe more Alan Wake. I'm excited. I love Alan Wake. Somebody was uh, saying that they were thinking it might be like a, a remaster or something. Oh, man, I really hope that not. would be kind of lame. That would be so like I could see them putting like Alan Wake, the DLC, like both pieces and American Nightmare all together in like a pack. But I don't want that. Sure. I want I want like the next Alan Wake. Of course. That's what so. any sane person would want. In fact, I don't think I want any HD remake. I'll just go play the old version. Yeah, the old version is totally still playable. So yep. why not? <laughs> I would. I'll take waiter one uh, new game, please. Uh, that's that's what I want. Alan Wake with a PewDiePie promotional ad is that a thing? What? I could see that being a thing, <laughs> but I just want to know if that's actually true. PewDiePie as Alan Wake is the funniest. <laughs> uh, games with gold for this month: Sherlock yeah. Holmes. That's great. Yeah, Hell that game's yeah. good. Um, and Lords of the Fallen. That game's also okay. And for 360, Supreme Commander 2 and the original Borderlands. Okay. okay. Why not? Uh, that six-year-old game. I was going to say, the original Borderlands, the one that, like, if you I'm have... sorry, seven-year-old game. I mean, the... like, they're not really making much more for 360 at this point. Mm, if at guess... all. No, that's not true. Games still come out. Rock Band's on it. Titanfall was on it. Destiny's on it. Yes, you're right. They're still making 360 games. Call of Duty was on it. I feel like it sort of defeats the purpose of what they're trying to go for with a one, though. It's like undermining themselves. I mean, they're not going to just cut off the old one. There's too there's too much of an install base. So, mm. Mm. isn't there still Wii games being made? No. Uh, yeah, by Ubisoft because they just keep making more Just Dance games. I was going to say, I thought Just Dance was the last one that they made. Yeah, but then they released like three more Just Dances since. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sure. Just Dance is forever and always. I, I'm with you. Just Dance created the sun. I actually don't like Just Dance series very much. It's not great. No. Just play Dance Central. That's exactly. With your connect. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It has the you, song you Just me. Dance by Lady Gaga in it, so already better. It has Dance by Justice in it. You're right, actually. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's probably some of the most important news of all. Risk of Rain is coming to PlayStation 4 and Vita. Oh, oh wow. thank God. Now people with PlayStation 4s and Vita can experience a terrible fucking matchmaking thing. Maybe the netplay will actually work. Oh, yeah, God, I maybe. hope so. If if they if there's actually like actual new content in that, not just new items, but like new stages, yeah, I would probably buy that game again. Yeah, that game's really good, actually. That game is so good. Yeah, yeah. Risk of Rain's fantastic. Um, and then this, uh, I guess, was announced at Dice last week when uh, Kojima showed up. Mm-hmm. We got some info on his next game. I haven't read this article, so I'm just going to read it and and we'll see what happens. The five things we the, learned. The five things we learned. All right, this is just from Kotaku. Yeah, uh, new game is big. And has lots of freedom. What? Okay. Kojima having an open world style game? What? I'm just going to read these quotes. 
I want to do something that gives a lot of freedom and interactivity. Like I did in the past, I want to make something that has a very strong dynamic, uh, dramatic story. Sony is supporting us to make a big game that's edgy with a strong story that gives the players a lot of freedom with new elements, and I don't know if that's possible, but we'll see. Oh, you know, like the game he made already <laughs> just last year? I don't, I don't think that game is possible. <laughs> Number two, Kojima says he keeps his word about game budgets. Okay. A lot of people say I spend too much money or take too much time, but that's a misconception. My last project was late about five or six months, but I always kept my word on timelines and budgets. Japanese creators are famous for being loose with schedules, and I think people put me in that category, but it's not but it's not reality. In my case, I'm a director and a producer, so I have to stay aware of uh, production and the budget. Sure. Number three, his next game could expand into an anime. Amazing. Holy shit, yes. I want to make something that will have a big enough impact to become a series. The impact can lead into something outside of games, such as anime, manga, figures. Something that is rich enough to expand. I mean, Zone of the Enders had a bunch of OABs, I think. Yep. I mean, Metal Gear is an anime. Unfortunately, Zone of the Enders is not what people talk about when they think of Kojima right away. I mean, that's true, but I'm just stating. Maybe that's going to change. Holy shit. You're talking about that, that sun thing, right? The yes. Game Boy one? Oh, uh, Boktai? Yeah, that's what you were referencing, right, Paul? Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Number four, <laughs> Sony isn't trying to control Kojima. Has like None of this has been about the game. Um, they are not controlling what I'm doing at all. This was part of the conditions, and Sony was very respectful towards me and what I do. In that regard, it's been very nice and very pr- pleasant. And number five, Kojima's kids totally hate his beard. <laughs> Amazing. Um, okay. Uh, uh, and he says, I'm not used to it, so I think about shaving it every day. What am that, I reading? It's like the most in fucking Kojima an answer. I love it. And creating I love my own it. studio, I wanted to change something about my look. I received a lot of positive comments from people outside Japan about my beard. But inside Japan, beards have a bad image. My kids definitely don't like it. Fucking love Kojima. He's Holy so shit. good. Um... Like, so who's who's excited about his next game? Just I am. Let's just take that lot. in for I a second. Like a the five things revealed about his new game is that his kids hate his beard. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the closest. It's gonna thing be a shaving simulator. That's obviously what it means. Shaving simulator. Shaving your dad, twenty sixteen. Oh god. Oh no. Shaving your dad simulator. <laughs> oh no. Where's that game? Hopefully never to come that's out. DLC for showering, dad shower, shower dad, shower with your dad simulator, shower with your dad simulator. All right, <laughs> yeah, that's news. I hope you guys are well informed. I, hope I feel like something. I learned. I feel like I learned. John, Paul, did you learn something? Uh, a little bit, I guess. I mean, if you didn't, we, we have but, to find. Begrudgingly, more he learned. We something. can't move on until you've learned something. I I mean I learned. Okay, great. Then it's time for questions. That's good that you said that I was going to just start reading headlines from Kotaku. Oh no! In, in, until you uh, said, could, said could that otherwise. be could that be a new segment where we just open Kotaku? Is like let's see what's in the news today. Just like name <laughs> off a bunch of headlines without reading the articles, but as like asking each other what we think it means. And that's your news. <laughs> Game Experts. Yeah, welcome to Game (laughs) Experts, episode 306. Here's the front page of Kotaku. Uh, Are we doing mail now? Yeah. We're doing mail now. All right. I ask because I have 
another physical question. Nice. Oh, shoot. Okay, wait. Before that, I know you're excited, but we need to tell people how they can, like, repeat this. How they can send in questions. And I'm not saying it. Top Down Perspective at gmail.com. TDP Podcast on Twitter. Top Down Perspective on Facebook and my P.O. Box. Yep. We let's we got to save the best for first. The best for first. Yeah. All right. Well, this was handed to me in person at MAGFest uh, by... <laughs> Put by a mailman in the chat aka hannah oh okay cool sorry hannah, who in the chat uh cook me 25 cook, i believe all right cook me 25 all right I think, I think that's the numbers yeah uh they ask what band do you most want to see live in concert can we name like dead bands because sure why not wait would because that be live you, in concert because or dead you can't in concert? well because you can't concert. like it's not a possibility anymore well then do one of each okay like I mean, the Beatles, the Beatles was my answer. I mean, I'd I like guess, to see the Beatles in concert. That's true. I feel like that's a default. Like, who's gonna say no to thanks to the Beatles? <laughs> right. You know what? Millennials. <laughs> right. Fucking millennials. <laughs> the person who's listening right now that just said, "Who's the Beatles? What are Beatles?" I really they, hope there's no single person that ever. There probably is, but you shouldn't be listening to us. My like serious answer. Um, I'm just really into Chipzel, and she's from like Europe, so I. She was at Magfest. Who was? Chipzel was Chipsel? great. Yeah, Chipzel. I was bummed out. I I fight dragons with that Magfest. <laughs> I wanted to go to the concert. It was during our panel. Oh, nice. I was wondering right. if you did go to the concert because I was like, hey, did you hear Chipzel, my favorite chiptune artist? No, like I. It was during uh, I fight dragons was during the panel, and then it got moved to after the panel. But then we had a signing after the panel, and I couldn't do it. My friends went to the concert and came back, and we were still signing stuff. So you gotta bleed for your work. Yeah, that's true. Okay, uh, answer for people that are alive. Holy shit! I've seen a lot of bands that like I would have wanted to see. So let me think for a sec. Yeah, I was thinking of my favorites, and I have seen them. Yeah, but but Chipso, I haven't seen. I, I've seen all my favorites, so let's go second favorites. I guess here's fun fact: in I think May. Anamanaguchi is here again, opening for Hatsume Miku. Oh my god, that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> oh, I want it so I bad. Did, I didn't go to it because it was like fifty dollars for the worst seats, <laughs> and I was like, I like Anamanaguchi, but I'm not fifty dollars to watch Hatsume Miku or Hatsune Miku. But that would be a night, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, it would. Oh my god, I'd love to see MC Chris live that'd be great okay i feel like you could just go to like a stand-up comedy show and get the same experience minus the music <laughs> well i want the music though <laughs> I, I guess i don't know i just, I just don't have to see chris for being a total dick basically john do you have an answer uh i mean i fight dragons uh oh okay uh rx That's bandits really I, I've, I've always wanted to see them in concert Okay. But they keep, like, breaking up and then reforming and then breaking up, so I don't know. Oh, I've actually never seen Tool in concert. I would love to see them. That's my actual legitimate answer. Nice. Okay. All right, cool. I'll read the next question. Okay. From Thomas. Oh, man, there's a lot of questions in oh, here. Oh, my God. What are you doing? Okay. Can't back out now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. What are oh. the swan songs for the past-gen consoles? Um, well, let's start with the Wii. Swan songs, okay. 
God, I'm going to say Wii Sports. Swan Song was the last good song, not the oh the not last the good one. Song. Yeah, yeah, I that's guess. what that means. Like it's like their <laughs> well, maybe, ending song. Maybe he knows what he said, and he's saying Wii Sports. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm trying to think of another game I really enjoyed on Super that same Mario level. Galaxy Two. I hate uh, the Galaxy games. Xenoblade Chronicles. Oh, I never did play that. Fuck. That's probably the actual answer. Actually, Skyward Sword is probably my actual answer. I'm sticking with Xenoblade. DS. Oh, that's a hard one. DS. <laughs> oh, God, I can't even think of what the last. <laughs> so many good games came out for that system. I can't even think yeah, of like DS is one. one of my favorite systems. The la- Professor Layton 4? The hell was the last good DS Pokemon game? Pokemon Black? Monster Story was pretty good. That was made by the Henry Hatsworth guys. I didn't know that. That's cool. I'm just going to say I or Monster Tail. Monster Tail, that's what it's called. Uh, sorry, did you have one? Paul? No, I'm just gonna say I straight up don't know for that one. All right, PSP. Oh fuck. Um, I'm call, I'm calling it back. Work time fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Nathan. Uh, <laughs> What's that? Metal Gear Peace Walker. Peace Walker. Maybe? Yeah, you know Acid what? Two? That's the answer. I think Peace Walker. Acid Two came out like the second year of that console. Hey, I think the PSP kind of sucks. So a little bit, yeah. <laughs> Crisis Core is a good one. People are saying Crisis Core. Okay, yeah, sure. Three sixty. That's not even. Hang oh, on. Man. He says if you feel the last two still have a lifespan, predict how long it will be instead. I feel like the last two, three sixty and PS three, have a lifespan. Not for me sure. though. Sure. But twenty sixteen. I bet. When did it come out? Two thousand six. Man, that game. That system is ten years old. What, the, 360 the 360? and PS3? I say the 360 kind of ends the, 2018. Do they have I to mean, be exclusive? Because, like, P- 360 and I, PS3 are the first options here from the other three that, like, I played a I, lot of games on PC. I feel like the moral was to be, like, exclusive. Yeah. Okay. Then Demon's Souls on PS3 for me. Uh... Uh, God of War three for PS three. I yeah, for I'm what? actually with you. Wait for which system? PS three. God of War three. Oh yeah. sorry. Oh that's no. fine. I heard Gears of I War. I did 3. too. Oh my god. <laughs> no, like Gears of War on the three. I would say Gears of War really three good. for three sixty. I think that's a pretty good one. That was yeah. a pretty good one. I, I feel like they or might like have gotten Halo. better since. Yeah, I don't know. Halo four would have been the only Halo after that. I liked Halo four. I liked Reach and ODST a lot. ODST's good. PlayStation 3. Yo, the 360 had some good games. Uncharted 2? Yeah, those games are still going. Yeah, Bayonetta's Oh, Last of Us. It's got to be Last of Us or PS3, right? I still haven't finished it. That makes so much sense. Holy crap. I think it's got to be Last of Us. It probably is, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next next question from Thomas. Why does the internet obsess over boobs? Actually, that's an easy one. Better question. How does the internet <laughs> obsess over boobs? Wait, specifically in video games. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> for example, hang on. Let's see if... He, for example, the current Street Fighter V situation, gems like Honey Pop, check spelling. Yeah, he spelled it I don't wrong. want to debate the nature of the game as if I wanted you to delete this email and burn your... What? Okay, hold on. Better question. The question is, how does the internet obsess over boobs specifically in video games? 
um, like anime games will always have girls with boobs that are unrealistic. That same is with fighting, same with fighting games. Is that what he means by the current Street Fighter Five situation? Like maybe that's I don't I even know that's kind of what always. that's referring to. Yeah, I don't know either. Jiggle physics, like DOA, but it's maybe. it's. Oh, okay. Hang on. Yeah, yeah. Jiggle physics, DOA. That's pretty bad. Um, I don't know. Just, just like that, they're just. I don't, I don't get it. Like, huge. how does the internet obsess over boobs? It's just loudly. It's literally the same answer. Like, why do, do they inter- obsess over boobs? Yeah, because anyone who's into female anatomy likes boobs, or like the majority like boobs. They're marketable. I, I even, even the there are even girls that like boobs, and I don't even mean like homosexual girls. I mean hey, even girls I, like no, other girls. I boobs. think I think we can all agree everyone likes a boob. Right? Yeah, I think the answer is it, it's marketable, and that's just yeah. for everything. That's pretty much uh, it. That's I all think I need the to answer say. for how is loudly. Yes. 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 Yeah. 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 There's a second question in there. What's your craziest example? DOA is the answer. I yeah, I mean Ninja Gaiden Sigma Two had I guess UA Five did as well where he shaked the six axis and then was, the actual chest moved yeah to go I was with it. ask which one was that that's there was, the winner that would they literally made yeah. a commercial about that there is literally a commercial for that game showing people staring at their TV screen shaking the controller and watching someone's boobs move. Do you guys remember that um, I think it was a Ubisoft game it was for the Wii? Um, it was supposed to be like really sexual. Like remember them hanging the Wiimote in like front of their faces? Oh yeah. God, what, what was, was that? that game called? <laughs> Not Truth or Dare. Like, there was like spanking mini games. There, was yeah. it Truth or Dare? Or was some weird no. name like that? No, I think that I was like the like... gameplay style, but I don't think that's what it was called. It was like We Mingle or something like that. I'm looking it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds. We totally... Dare. We Dare. Okay, you were closer. Yeah, yeah. We Dare. That's a thing. Um. All right. Next one. Speaking of obsessions. Okay. <laughs> One of the funniest things from Nathan was how obsessed he was <laughs> over Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. He would go every week to see that movie in theaters about around a dozen times. Yeah. And he probably has the Blu-ray stuff in his <laughs> Catherine pillow. <laughs> What's your most watched movie and how many times have you watched it? Oh, Scream 54 times because I don't what? even remember. Me and a friend just like watched it every time we hung out for like a month. When I was real young, I watched Dude, Where's My Car? a lot. Okay. Um, currently, though, it, you know, it's probably The Avengers. I've seen that movie twice, and I've enjoyed it both times, so. I, I, I really like The Avengers, and but I also, uh, when I worked at Costco for a summer, it was kind of on. So just by default, I saw a lot of pieces of that movie a lot. Uh, I'd say Robocop or Die Hard, because I watched the manual. Nice. Oh, yeah, you're right. Die Hard, I've probably seen at least 10 times, which is quite a bit for me. I watch Arthur Christmas annually, so I've seen that a lot. Okay. What about in the theater? Oh, to a theater? I don't think I've done more than two. Yeah, very few movies I've seen twice. I think I saw The Phantom Menace five times in theaters. Wow. Yeah, I saw that one a lot. I'm trying to think. If there's any movie I've seen three times in theaters, it it wins. I saw Batman and Robin three times. I'm so sorry. I don't think I've seen... You're just picking all the winners. Yeah. I I mean, whatever. I was a fucking kid. These movies were made for people my age. I saw Batman and Robin in theaters, too. I liked it at the time. I didn't like it enough to go watch multiple times. Oh, I totally did. But there was nothing to do in my city, in my little town I grew up in. 
I had to travel like at least a half an hour to go to a movie theater. Yeah, so. see, we just rode our bike 15 minutes. That's, <laughs> so what, I, like, that's what I did. It wasn't an issue. <laughs> All right, what's the most dickish delay a community, or sorry, a company has ever done? I remember Nintendo. Mighty number nine, so- done. Next. I, you know what? Because of how close it's been to the release date every single time, I'm going to say it. I'm going to agree with them. All right. Uh, I'm just going to move on to the next one. What's your favorite Pokemon and why? Rayman uh, Legends is also a really good one, too, the one he says in the... That one's thing. good, too. Yeah. Uh, he says he's an Espeon fanboy. That's actually my favorite Pokemon as well, is Espeon. Charizard. Come on, Lee. What is the craziest deal you have ever gotten on anything video game rem- uh, related? Okay. Um, Rise of Nightmares was $2 when Blockbuster <laughs> was going out. <laughs> This deal is crazy. Uh, Chrono Trigger and Earthbound for five bucks each. Oh, that's good. I got a, I got my Super Nintendo, two controllers, an arcade stick, and two games for thirty bucks, which was pretty good. I thought. Okay, these are de- when we say deal, we mean you have to pay, right? Because I've gotten some free yeah. shit that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, free also can be, it can work too. I got a PS2 with Final Fantasy X for free. That's pretty not good. bad. As like a gift? No, it's because uh, friends of the family or friends of my dad or whatever, their son was like leaving the country or like going. He was older and like was He's going to a country that doesn't have electricity. No, just like didn't want it anymore or something or like, yeah, he was getting rid of some of their stuff. And he was just like, do you want it before we like put it up in a garage sale or something? Nice. Yeah. Have you ever internationally traveled on vacation or business? Uh, the, well, Canada, USA, no. and Japan don't count. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, Canada and the USA, since they're in the same continent, aren't international. I guess. Which um, is weird. That's, that's then true. Japan should count. Yeah, why doesn't Japan count? <laughs> I guess because he just knows about Japan. I went to Europe last summer. I was in Jamaica like four months ago for my sister's wedding. I've been to Australia. I've gone to Mexico I've gone to twice, because why actually. not? That's that's not internationally. Mexico? It's a oh, different continent. Sorry. Mexico is not a different continent. It's Central America. No, it's North America. Central America is not a continent. Central America is also <laughs> not a continent. Um, although, it, I think it's just out of the country is, is internationally. It doesn't have to be a different continent. By definition, yes. International means between, like, opposite countries or so. different countries yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. canada and u.s could count but they're just so close i mean um, if we're just gonna go like have you traveled outside your country yes multiple times for both I, business i think and the word personal. you're looking for is intercontinental intercontinental which is, ah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is a term but yeah like i said i've been to europe twice i went to australia uh japan apparently doesn't count <laughs> or um, japan it's so close i mean you'll get your day and it and it's my favorite one but anyway Bonus question: Has anyone had nearly as severe or as many flight problems as John? No, me. I have. <laughs> I had. I haven't had as many as you, but I had a pretty bad one in my in my last trip to Europe. I won't go through it again. I'm pretty sure I did it on the podcast last summer, but no, nope. that was. Annoying. I've never had a bad one. Lucky you. I it's know because you work for them, though. That's not you that, no. You get that special deal. No, that's up, not true. I get that secret handshake. I get like, worse oh, okay. quality trips because of it. <laughs> They throw me on stand, but the cheapest thing they could do. It's like, oh, you're an employee? We're just going to throw you somewhere. With the, with the luggage? 
in some it, luggage. It hasn't been it, that bad yet. Throw you in a box, put some holes in, you'll be fine. Yeah, they'll stamp fragile on it if you're lucky. No, that's real bad. You don't ever want to put fragile on something. Okay, pro tips. Uh, <laughs> second last question from Thomas. With more and more games coming out incomplete, permanently in alpha, DLC for stuff that should be in the game, uh-huh. and any other gripe about modern gaming, do you feel we could have another video game crash in the near or distant feature? Feature, future, or at least a bump. I don't think we're gonna have a crash, no. but we're definitely having like bumps slash like yeah, cus- like complaints because like uh, the witness is probably the best example of this. People are arguing that it's the price is too much. So Same with Firewatch. Like, yeah, we're gonna have people arguing about prices nonstop. But wouldn't a, doesn't a bump imply like a dip in sales? I mean, it could, but it also could. You know what? I guess that is mainly what they're going for. Yeah, and I don't think so. I think games are doing fine, and like yeah. people are are back ordered the Oculus a few months. Like they've got money to spend. I think there will be a, like a small dip somewhere in the future, but maybe nowhere near the level of the market crash. No, for sure not. And last one: What's the longest period of time you've ever stayed up for? Two and a half days. Forty hours. I think. Somewhere between a day and a half and two days is mine. Yep. All right. Someone else gets the questions. <laughs> All right. Dynamo writes in and says, if any actor that has ever lived could be president of the United States that hasn't played a role as president, who would it be? Donald Trump. Good question. I mean, a- I was going to say Harrison Donald Ford, Trump. but I guess that's not an option. <laughs> Get off any my actor. plane. God, that movie's good. I'm going to watch it again. Oh, okay, an actor that hasn't played president. Okay. Jim Carrey. Oh, God. Michael Sarah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Michael Sarah is. Jack Black. Um, Rob Kurt Schneider LeFron. is the president. <laughs> Kevin James. I, he already was. He was three. He Kevin was James the is the president. In, in Pixels. Yep. Kevin ja- oh, Pixels. you're. God damn it. Yeah, it's been done. Can you? We live in a sorry world where it's been done. Not seen pixels. No, you should I never be sorry. I haven't seen it either. I only know because of Paul. At fine, Adam Sandler is the president of the world. <laughs> Little Nicky too. <laughs> Release uh, the nukes. <laughs> <laughs> Second question is: What about any video game character as president? I mean, I do have those stickers that says Mario for president <laughs> that I got in Nintendo Power. I have a like, shirt that says Batman for president, so. Batman for president. How about how about Bart Simpson? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bart Simpson. Don't have a cow, man, as he says to the UN. <laughs> Eat my shorts. ISIS. I was waiting for it. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> you got me. Oh, that the broke slow me. The slow build up. The slow build up. <laughs> okay, video game characters. Like, I don't know. It'd be kind of weird if, like, Big Boss or Snake, because of, like, their whole patriots thing but zero suit samus am i right fellas there you oh, go yeah high five <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Sombrero Mustache writes in with another question. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> Thank you. John, would you like a reason to talk about no- Yoshi's New Island? You didn't talk a great deal about it in your LP, and I haven't listened to the podcast where you talk about it. Not really. Okay. So it's not worth like, talking I about. Like a, I wouldn't like a reason to talk about Yoshi's New Island to it's actually answer good. the question. I think it's that not says a good game. everything. It's just a bland ass, not as good as the other ones. It's like the weakest in the series. They didn't try anything new. The I mean, it has new in the title, so we know it's not good. <laughs> it just feels uninspired, bland, uh, and weird in balancing. It doesn't feel fun till the end of the game. And his second question is short, silly question. But what? But are wait? But what are your guys' opinions on being written in fan fiction? I've been in enough that I've gotten used to it. I've had a few written about me, and I don't care. That uh, that fan fiction text Twitter account keeps randomly tweeting <laughs> ones I'm in, and I keep That's... getting like responses sent to me about it. That's so good. I think that happened like three days ago, actually. Oh man, someone just says uh, they can send Shadow on secret missions to destroy ISIS. Shadow the Hedgehog is president? Oh man. Oh, that'd be the worst thing. All hail Shadow. So edgy. Yeah. Alright, I'll get the next one. Flat Matt, is that where we are? Yeah. Yep. Despite all logic, I am extremely pumped for the first gen Pokemon re-release. Have you ever been excited for a straight re-release? Resident Evil HD remake on PC. I had one, but I don't remember. Vir- and most virtual console releases. Yeah. I mean, first-gen Pokemon re-release, I'm pretty excited for it myself, honestly. I was... I mean, I played through the uh, the Shadow... Co- the uh, pro- Sorry. Team Ico collection. I played oh, yeah. Ico for the first time. I didn't have that game, so cool. that was cool. But I don't think I've been, like, excited. Like, can't wait to to play this one again. Resident Evil HD remake or the remake HD or whatever. Like I made a Japanese PlayStation account so I could get it early. So like that probably. All right, two more. Uh, Comet SX writes in for those playing Fire Emblem Fates. Who's your favorite unit for battle and favorite unit for their personality? So Sean, so I've only played chat. a little bit, but I really like. Um. There's this like super like ripped girl that you get like in the third or fourth mission. I forget what class she is. I'm sure the chat will tell me any second now. She's pretty cool. And personality wise, um, man, like I said, I haven't played enough, so I don't. I can't think of a lot of their personalities off the top of my head. <laughs> nope. Rinka, there we go. That's the name of the character. That's she's pretty badass, and I don't know their personality, so I'll just say Rinka again. I guess. Okay. <clears throat> Ask me in like next week. <laughs> <laughs> and last one comes up from Nitro Zelda. That says, "What's a game you've played so much that you'd be able to complete it with your eyes closed?" The first Mario Brothers game, Turtles, in, Turtles in Time. Uh, the first Burnout Paradise, because I truly believe a new one will happen. You can keep you can keep that torch alive for everybody, Sean. I know, right? Like, yeah. Who who even did the last Need for Speed? It wasn't uh, Criterion, I didn't think. No, Criterion actually doesn't exist anymore. 
well, whatever pe- whatever pieces of Criterion made up the Need for Speed team. Well, Criterion, like eventually they got they split and turned into Ghost Games, which was doing some of them. But I don't even think they did it. The last one, I can't remember who did the last one. Somebody's answer is Battletoads. You are a fucking god. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking it up. Ghost anyway. Games, yeah. Last one was Ghost. Oh, was Ghost Games? Okay. Uh, again, people want to send in questions for next week. Top-down perspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, or the Facebook group, or the Reddit, subreddit, yep. or John's P.O. Box, yep. or just, just yell loud enough in your room. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, what's your guys' games of the week? I forgot what I even played already. Uh, Mine's Fire Emblem. I, you know what? I'm going to go The Witness. Clash Royale. Everyone has to play it if you're in Canada or New Zealand. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. That's going to do it for this week. We will see you guys next week. Later. Bye.